Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo this week. I want to thank Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego, for being my co-host uh, this year again throughout the high school football season. And... Uh, you know, this is the, the week that I normally will transition into basketball because basketball has started, but I thought, let me push it back one week. And I've done a lot throughout the years with, like, coaches' wives and moms from seniors and things like that. And um, I wanted to do a show where I talked to fathers, talked to dads of, of seniors where the, their season ended and how they're doing kind of a half Dr. Phil, half Oprah Winfrey show, I guess. Uh, before we get to our guests, and I'll give you the rundown here in a minute, want to congratulate Franklin for winning Division One. Want to congratulate Pewaukee for win, winning Division Three, Catholic Memorial for win, winning Division Four, Homestead in our area for being runner-up. Uh, played a really good Wanakee team and played them tough. I watched some of that game yesterday. Um, so congratulations to a number of teams from this area, and uh, you represented Southeastern Wisconsin well, boys. You really did, and congratulations. I know you guys are all uh, probably tired. And so I, I was asked a couple of times this week, in fact, Mitch just asked me, aren't you going to have on some of these coaches? Well, you know what? I've had you guys on week after week now come playoff time. And I just want you to just don't worry about me. Understand that we celebrate these victories with you guys. We're very proud of you, really happy that you guys were able to to, uh, to get up to Camp Randall 
and uh, and participate and represent our 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 uh, part of the state really really well. So thank you for doing that. Our show today again, we're talking to a number of fathers whose uh, senior sons have finished their career. And at 10.15, Vince Pepin from Hartford is going to join us. Jim Clark at 10.30 from West Dallas Hale. Nate Amack from Lake Country Lutheran at 10.45. Gary Compton from Greenfield at 11.15. We're going to transition a little bit out of football. Talk to Bob Brainerd. His son was a volleyball player at Kettle Moraine, a good volleyball player at Kettle Moraine. We'll talk to him. And then 10.45, Tim now from Whitefish Bay will join us. But our first guest... He's in Las Vegas, and he said, man, I'm, no worries. I'll come on. I'll get up a little early for you. He is an Oak Creek father. Um, Mike, Mike, pronounce your last name for me. McNeve. McNeve. Good Irish boy. That's right, exactly. That's awesome. Hey, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time, and I appreciate you getting up nice and early. Um, your son Danny played at Oak Creek, correct? That's right, yep. Hey, um, so when this – look, you never want the thing to end, but when you end with, you know, a game against Franklin, you got you boys don't like Franklin a whole lot. Franklin doesn't like you guys at all, by the way. Um, you know, the, I don't know if that makes it easier or tougher. Now that Franklin went out and won a state championship, does that ease the pain at all? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. It's uh, I don't know whether it's, a, it's kind of salt in the wound because they – they won it, or obviously, you know, you have, you have to tip your cap to them. They're a great team, uh, well-coached team. You know, we've been playing their guys since like second, second grade, basically third grade, and, and you know, in a multitude of sports. And so, um, you know, obviously they're a number one team ranked all year, pretty much, and, and we knew that. We had some tough battles with them. Obviously, the last game really came down to the last minute in a pretty incredible high school football game. And so, you know, obviously you, you think of the what-ifs, what could have happened, and a couple plays here, a couple plays there. But, um, you know, they ended up making the plays and obviously uh, won, the, won the whole thing. So tip of the cap to them. But like I said, it's, um, it's, it's, it's almost like salt in the wound. So it's, it's tough. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's ironic the way it happened. So um, Danny's been playing football for how long? Uh, basically since second grade. We took first grade off. So we, he's been playing for second grade, so uh, all the way through the, the, the years with his teammates, and uh, you know that's that's to me that's one of the special things about the whole deal is is um, like in football it's a little different than basketball and baseball. A lot of times basketball you're playing with AU teams, and baseball you're playing with select teams growing up, so you're not always playing with the same guys. But in football, I mean, he's been playing with these same guys since first and second grade. And um, just watching these guys grow was was kind of a treat as a parent. Did hey Mike, how fast did it go for you? And I can tell you that when my son was in grade school, it seemed like it it it, it went very. It seemed like it was long. And he got to high school, and it seemed like in you know in a breath it was gone. Uh, it, it went extremely fast. I think everything since it seems like the you know second grade trying on the gear, trying to make sure he's got the shoes that fit and you know, how to wear the pads and all that stuff. It seems like yesterday, um, you know, it's kind of ironic. This year, I, I literally, uh, we put the schedule, uh, the day-to-day schedule on our account, on our refrigerator at the start of the year, just, you know, every day what, what the schedule is. And I, I, I literally said to my wife, I go, watch how fast this goes. And you mark off the days. And, I mean, it was it seemed like it was a month, the, the entire season. And it was obviously a four- or five-month season or whatever. But uh, it goes so fast, and, and especially the senior year, it just seems like it flies by. And you want it to go slow, but you have you know no control over it. But um, yeah, it's amazing. It, it, it flew by definitely for us. 
Hey, Mike, and, and one of the things that I, I have to tell you, I give you a lot of credit for, um, you're the director of basketball operations for the Atlanta Hawks. And you, and I asked you, uh, how many games did you get to? And you said, oh, I, I didn't miss any games. No, I'm not missing those. And, and I just have so much love and respect for that, that you said, look, I can do my job. In, the, in today's world, I can do my job. I still have to travel, but I get to set my schedule, and I'm not going to miss this stuff because it's really important to me and my son and my family, and, and I really respect you for that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's um, something I've learned over the years where, you know, I actually missed the birth of my oldest son because I was on a scouting trip, and you know, obviously, kick, kick myself for uh, doing that. But um, so I, I, you know, I made a vow a while ago that I wasn't going to miss any games. And and uh, you know, there, you know, I, I, and my house, my son also plays basketball. So there is a time, obviously, where there's a conflict, and I, I do have to miss a game just because uh, you know it's a Final Four or something like that. But um, with football, you know, it's a little bit of a an easier schedule in terms of the basketball hasn't quite kicked off yet. So there's no chance I was missing a game on on any type of thing like that. And uh, Actually, I, you know, I, I actually went to a ton of practices and just uh, sat in my car and watched practice and stuff like that. So it's just, it's uh, like I said, you know, sports is important to us. Football was important to us. Um, so, I, I, you know, I wasn't going to miss a game for sure. Hey, do you think Joel Parr knew that you were in the parking lot watching practice? Yeah, I don't know if he did or not, to be honest with you. But, I, you know, I, I knew the game plan, I think, all the players did going into it. So, Man, yes. that's awesome. So you were a... Uh, um, a multi-sport athlete with basketball and baseball when it came to, to college. Um, so obviously sports are pretty important in, in, in your life with, with Maggie and the four kids that you have. Um, Danny being uh, the younger boy, was he always involved in this? And did, was Ryan involved as a multi-sport athlete as well? Yeah, Ryan was involved. I got. Uh, I have a daughter, an older daughter, Allie, who was a dancer, competitive dancer, and that's a whole other animal. And then I have a younger daughter, Molly, who's big time sports uh, fan and participant. So, I mean, it's, it's basically force fed to them. They had no choice. They had to be athletes <laughs> and dancers or something. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, yeah, I played basketball and baseball in, in uh, college, but actually football was, has always been my true love. So, um, yeah, so we were, uh, we've always kind of been involved in it and it's just kind of a way of life for us. And I just think there's so many lessons you learn in sports and even in the defeats, you learn the lessons. And I think back to my, high school career and, and all the, you know, some of the defeats and, and the things we could have done differently and all that stuff all the time. And obviously you think of the good times too, and the good memories and the good wins and the, the teammates you make for, and the friends you make for the rest of your life. And I just think there's so many good things you learn from sports. Uh, just, uh, just, it helps you with life for sure. Hey, hey Mike, you know, kids that I've coached over the years always think, Boy, I can't wait to get to that next level, that next level. That, and I tried as a high school coach to get them to understand this might be the best it's going to get. Because sometimes, depending on what level you play at the next level, it's you're not playing with the guys that you know you grew up with. You're not playing with the guys you walked down the hall with and you're in the class with. And that's, you know, when you talked about, you know, select and, and, and you know, AAU and stuff, I still think the high school experience is second to none, and and you would be able to talk about that because you played at co- in college and you work for a pro sports team. D- d- at its best, at its basic, isn't high school athletics just the best it gets? Uh, I totally agree. It's just um, like you mentioned. It's just the you're playing for your community, you're playing for your your friends, you're playing for your family, your parents. You know, obviously in college you have some of that, but it's, it's a 
it's an adopted situation. And then in pros, you know, guys are changed all the time. It's a different, a lot of different focus in the pros and, and things like that. But I mean, you're growing up from age, you know, whatever to 18, this is, you know, this is your team, this is your community. Um, and so, you know, there's nothing better than a, a packed house on a Friday night in football uh, for a high school football game. I used to, I, I used to go before my kids were even starting to play high school. I used to try to find the best high school game in the area and just go to it and, and the traditions and, and the, you know, the excitement and, and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I, it's, it's second to none. I mean, I was fortunate to, uh, I used to work for the Sonics and we made the finals one year and lost to the Bulls. And, uh, that was probably, you know, obviously a pretty, pretty big thing in terms of the scope of things. But other than that, I would, I want to trade, uh, some of my high school games and, and memories for anything. So hopefully that, uh, you know, Danny can feel some of that same thing. And these guys on the, on the Oak Creek team can feel some of that because they had a great year and a great run. And so, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a definitely high school sports are definitely, uh, Definitely pretty important. Hey, so um, and then we'll cut you loose because I know you're busy. But when the Bucks and the Hawks were in the playoffs last year, who was Maggie and Ryan and Allie and Danny and Molly? Who were they rooting for? I think we had a, a majority were rooting for the Hawks as they should have. But my oldest, my oldest son Ryan, uh, you know, he he uh, has the, the closet of Bucks gear that he kind of hides, and he wears shirts over them and things like that. But <laughs> I would go to the games. I'd look every once in a while. He'd be, you know, you know, clenching a fist when the Bucks scored, or you know, high fiving some guy next to him or something. And I had to keep him in check and remind him, you know, he's still got some tuition for college and paid, <laughs> things like that. So he needs to, he needs to know who feeds him. But uh, yeah, we got we have the majority of converted. But uh, he was still born. He was still around when I was with the Bucks. So it's, uh, I think he has some long term memories. But I'm slowly trying to convert him still. Hey, good luck with good luck with that. And I have to tell you, when you talked about Allie being a dancer, I, yeah. you know what? She, I, I've talked to dancers. She may practice and work out harder than any of the other kids. And and she never complained. That, those dancers, they don't complain either. They just work hard. It's like a way of life to them. They, you know, three four hours every day of practice, and you know, go home, do your homework, and stay up till midnight, and do the same thing all over again. It's yeah, they're. That's a different breed. For That's sure. that is a different breed. Hey, Mike, thanks for kicking off this uh, this father kind of show that we're going to do. I really appreciate it. I did get a text from a buddy of mine who is an official, and he, this is what he said: Please ask the fathers if they still want to be on the field to become an official. We need them to keep this game going. So I, I'm sure with all the spare time you have, maybe you should put a whistle on and get out on the field. Well, I, I have a pretty loud mouth, so I think they can hear me from the bleachers. So I, I'll be a consultant from the bleachers still, and uh, you know, if they hear me, they can make the right calls. But yeah, I, I don't think I can do it officially. I'm not, I'm not that, uh, yeah. that uh, dedicated, I guess. I, I just don't like getting yelled at all. If I want to get yeah. yelled at all the time, I'll just go home. No, exactly. if my wife's exactly. listening, I'm only kidding. Hey, Mike, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. What do you? Can I ask? What are you doing in Vegas? By the way, you working? Yeah, there's a bunch of tournaments. There was just a, a tournament last night. Uh, and so it's like the Thanksgiving tournaments for colleges. So there's literally like three tournaments here in the next two, three days. So a lot of basketball games going on here now. So it's a good, good chance to catch a bunch of teams. You know, if you're looking for somebody that can still shoot it, I might have some eligibility left. So Yeah, well, you know, the, three point, <laughs> the, the value of the three-pointer now, as long as you can get out there and knock a couple. If you can play a, like a, a point forward type thing and knock down the three, that'd be great. <laughs>
If you got a 60 and over league, you let me know. How's that? Okay. Mike, thanks a lot. Uh, Safe travels. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Vince Pepin from Hartford will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to the varsity blitz high school football coaches show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, the fan again. I'm fine solo this week. Want to once again thank Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. Just a great co-host when it comes to my football season. And and he, uh, man, he's always there. And, and I appreciate his willingness to be my co-host. This show I wanted to do on my own. Because, again, half Dr. Phil, half Oprah Winfrey. That's the kind of guy I am, I guess. I had a chance to talk to Vince Pepin from Hartford for about a half hour the other day. And I'll tell you what. 
I, I had a lot of fun talking to him because he really gets it. And when I watched that game, I had to tell him this. When I watched the game Hartford at De Pere, um, I woke my wife up because I was yelling so loud because I'd never seen anything like that. They, boy, these these boys from Hartford, they kept their head up, and and the the De Pere people did not want to let them out of De Pere with a victory. That's for sure. But they they kept their head up and they went out and they got a win. And man, they uh, were one game away from from getting to state and lost to a really good Wanakee team who won it. And I'm going to ask Vince the same thing that I asked Mike from Oak Creek. Oak Creek loses to Franklin. They win it. Does the fact that Wanakee won the whole thing, Vince, does that ease the pain or hurt more? Uh, I, yeah, I don't think it eases the pain any. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, obviously Wanakee's a, a, a great uh, football team, a, a great football program. Uh, we went toe-to-toe with them. Uh, I think that, you know, anyone, one play one way or the other uh, could have could have changed the outcome of that game, but they're certainly deserving. And I think they proved that in the state final game. Hey, in that game, um, in that game against I watched that entire game. And I'm not kidding. 23 was in on everything offensively, defensively, and looking at the stats, A.J. Pepin, who was Vince's son, senior son, rushed for like 1,800 yards. He had 20 touchdowns. He was um, second in receiving at 20 catches and made a huge catch in the fourth quarter against DePierre. And then you go down to the defensive side. He led the team in tackles. Uh, he had to be exhausted at the end of games. Uh, like, like, well, lot, just like the guys up front. I mean, uh, he was uh, certainly pretty beat up uh, going into the playoffs. I mean, you know, he's, he's actually getting hit, you know, uh, 50, 60 times a game. Um, both both sides of the ball, you know. So yeah, it, it took a toll, but uh, you know, uh, he takes good care of himself. Uh, I think he held up pretty good overall. Hey, what um, what was it like for you um, on game day? You know, getting ready. It's it's Friday. You guys are playing Homestead, and it's four in the afternoon. How you feeling? Uh, I, I think you know before the game is always excited. You know, um, it's, I mean, we love high school football. Uh, uh, even when our kids were young, we used to go and uh, all the high school games and stuff. It's a, uh, a real, real exciting brand of football. I think it's pure. And uh, so, uh, fired up not only to you know to see our kid, but to, to watch watch good football. But I think <laughs> when it comes game time, I think uh, really, really nervous most of the time. Did, would you uh, sit? Yeah, would your family? Would you guys all sit together? Yeah, yeah. We usually had a pretty big crew. Uh, I got two kids up at Oshkosh. They would they would come down for the games and. Our in-laws from Michigan would would uh, most of the time would come down to watch as well. Oh, so we'd have a pretty good contingent there. Man, that's a family affair. What a what a great event! And I, you know, I'm sure that your you know your kids and AJ really appreciated that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, they're really close to their grandparents, and you know, to have them there at the games, I think it meant a, a ton to them. Hey, um, what is your wife's name? Sherry. Did uh, how was she during games? Uh, Sherry, <laughs> very anxious, <laughs> anxious the whole day, um, and certainly anxious until the conclusion. Uh, I, yeah. we, we, we sit next to each other, but not right next to each other. Yeah. Boy, I know that feeling. <laughs> I do. I, and I told you this, that my wife would not sit next to me during my son's basketball <laughs> games in college. 
After the first game, literally the, his first game in college, she said, yeah, we're not having that. Never again. You, you've got to move somewhere. You, you're not sitting by me. You don't cheer correctly. And that was the end of it for four right. years. For four years, I was like, where's Waldo? I'd be just walking around, going somewhere, doing something. You know, it, it, on the roster, it lists AJ at six foot, 180. And he is, he's, he's put together, the kid is, um, I, and, and I think six foot's probably correct in 180. But I'll tell you what, for the beating he took, on the on both sides of the ball, and and he he was on uh, some of the special teams as well. Uh, when we talked, you had told me that he said to you the game against Pulaski, which was the second last game of the year. Um, that was as hard as he had gotten hit. They they were flying. They they were keying in on him pretty good, huh? Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, yeah, you certainly um, got a lot of attention, which is flattering, but. Um, sometimes it resulted in a, a lot of hits. And he said that, yeah, the Pulaski kids were, I mean, he was getting pile-drived. And, uh, you know, the, the kids uh, certainly came to play. They played hard. And, uh, and, yeah, he took some shots. Well, he carried the ball 33 times that game. And he yeah, had one it's... catch. But 33 times he carried the ball. That's a lot. It is. You know, and it, again, you know, returning punts and, and returning kicks and, and um, you know, uh, doing a lot defensively. Yeah, it's a, it's, it ends up being a long day. But, uh, you know, he, he loved it. He, he wanted the football. He wanted to be on the field all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, in the playoffs, I mean, that was pretty standard fare. He was carrying the ball, you know, 30 or more times a game. Yeah, so. against, against Wanakee, 34 carries for 220, two touchdowns. So, almost seven yards a carry, and uh, man, oh man, I just you got to give wow. the kid a lot of credit because uh, you know there you know because teams are keen on him. They know he's going to get the ball. Everybody in the place knows he's getting the ball, and yet he's still you know what he's getting himself up off the carpet or the grass and and getting back in the huddle saying, "Hey, give me the ball again." Yeah, he definitely wanted the ball. And again, you know, I think it's also a credit to the offensive line because you know uh, they're, they're, they got to pick those guys up because everyone knows he's getting the football. So, and and also Noah Debert. I mean, he was a big big Huge. part of that too because um, you know if they're keen on AJ, we're able to to run Noah um, on misdirection and stuff. And man, he's such a tough kid. You know, uh, just I mean, it takes eight guys to bring that guy down. Uh, he has some incredible runs over the years. He's a great lead blocker, um, you know. So I think everybody, you know, when you got a guy that's that, like Asia with the kind of years that he had, you know, the kind of attention he get, and everyone's got to kind of step up to, you know, for him to be successful. So I give some credit to uh, to the other kids as well. Hey Vince, I I really appreciate you bringing up Noah because I was going to do that. You know, he carried it 180 times and he and he rushed for a thousand yards, and you know, like you said, I watched number nine. I watched him as a lead blocker, and, and I'll tell you what, he, he would stick his nose in there and try to try to get a, a gap for A.J. to go through. And then when he carried the ball, man, there wasn't, at least the game I watched, not one time did I see one just one kid come up and tackle him. No, I mean, yeah, he's a, the kid's a beast. Yeah, there's no Absolutely. doubt. Hey, what, um, how quick did this whole journey go for you? Retrospectively? A lot faster than I thought it was going. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, we were we're really blessed. I mean, um, you know, we had moved to Texas from Michigan and then moved here in 2015. 
Um, it was uh, spring before my oldest boy's freshman year. Um, and it was actually, I think the following year, the first you know, when Jake's first year in varsity was when John Redders took over the program. So um, we got here. Um, Hartford football had been a little bit on a downslide, and uh, the community just was just so welcoming and, you know, really became a home for us, like, instantaneously. The coaching staff was fantastic. Of course, John turned everything around. We feel so privileged to have been a part of that with all my boys being involved in his first six years here. And um, I just I just feel really blessed uh, to, you know, kind of have that experience. Because, you, you know, you move in a new area, you don't know what you're going to get. You really don't. You really don't. And obviously, they, you know, they are happy that you moved to the Hartford area. I can tell you that um, right now. And when I talked to John Writers and I told him what I was going to do on this show – he said, "I, you know what, I've got a number of fathers that would be great ambassadors for our community and our program, but I just think Vince would would would, uh, would do a great job, and, and he handed off your number to me, and I thank Coach Redders for that. Um, last question, we'll, we'll cut you loose. A.J., know what he's going to be doing yet next year? Uh, you know, I think he's going to be playing football. I mean, that's, that's the thought anyway. Not really sure uh, where he's going to play yet. Uh, we're visiting a number of schools, um, kind of looking at our options. Uh, but we sure would like to see them uh, have a helmet on again. Well, you know, with family up northern Michigan, there's a couple there's a couple places, I'm sure, between here and there that maybe uh, maybe we can do some family affairs again at games. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Vince, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. It was so wonderful talking to you the other day. And uh, tell Sherry there's a special place in heaven for her. You know that, right? <laughs> I will certainly do that. You do that. He is Vince All Pepin, right. Hartford High School. Tell AJ, um, well done this year, and good luck uh, Good luck uh, making that decision where he wants to play next year. Thanks a lot, Mike. I really appreciate it. You bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Jim Clark brings a little different dynamic to this one. He's a coach at West Dallas Hill, and his son, uh, the senior this year, we'll talk to him on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 and The Fan. We're talking to fathers of senior football and one volleyball player and what this journey's been like, what the ride has been like. This next guest, he brings a little bit different uh, angle on this thing. Offensive coordinator at West Dallas Hale, and his son, Ty, was quarterback at Hale. We're talking to Jim Clark. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. So now the first two, our first two guests were, fa- were were fans, right? They're their fathers. They're sitting up in the stands with their families and watching their sons play. I was like you, where I coached my son um, in high school, and I think that brings a different dynamic. I I don't know if I thought so much about it during the year. 
because I'm coaching him and a bunch of other people. But once it ended, man, it was hard. And I'm wondering how you're doing with this. I'm doing I'm doing all right with it. It is it is hard. I mean, you think you don't like you said, you don't think about it during the year at all. During the season you're coaching so many kids and a lot of these kids um I've been in West Dallas forever, so I've coached a large majority of these kids since they were in fourth, third grade and stuff in all sports. And it was just coincidental that by the time they hit high school, I was in the high school ranks coaching football. But yeah, once it's over, you're like, wow, <laughs> it's all done. <laughs> it's all it's all done. And it's I tell you what, man, when it does hit you, it hits you like a ton of bricks, man, and it's hard. I, I well, I was I was lucky, I think, Jim, where where we were in the Christian school state tournament and we got to the state championship. So I knew here it is. This is our last game. Win or lose, this is the end of it. You know, you, this year for you guys, you started out really well, right? You were three yeah. and two. You were you were our um, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. The second half of the season, not so good, and it and it was uh, it was a tough second half of the year for you. Um, it, did you know going into that Marquette game? Yeah, I think if you guys had won that game, you had a chance to qualify, right? Right. If we had won, we still we we would have been in. So going into the last game, it was still, it was kind of on us whether we were going to get in or not. So it could have been the last game. And, you know what I mean? It ended up being our last game or my last game coaching them. But, um, yeah, going into that game, we had a shot of still playing. So Hey, Jim, I got to tell you, if you're going to go out, you might as well go out with a bang, right? I mean, he yeah. threw he threw for four almost 450 yards, four touchdowns. He rushed for another hundred and another touchdown. I'd keep that 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 game tape right there and say, okay, yeah, you're. You, this was not a bad look. We lost the game, which really stinks. But if we're gonna lose, man, I guess Ty, you might as well go out with a bang against a Marquette program that you know I know over the years has been really really good. He threw the ball 51 times. For like I said, almost 450 yards, four touchdowns. You got to feel. You got to be really proud of this kid. Oh, for sure. I mean, biggest game of his career, pretty much stats wise. And then not only for him, for a couple of the other seniors, they went out on a bang too. I mean, we had one. We had a wide receiver go out with 201 yards in the game, and another one broke a record for most receptions in the game. So for those seniors not only just tie it was bad it was a heck of a way to go out hey what is it like for the rest of your family do you have more kids and and is your wife part of this uh nope he's he's the last one through so <laughs> my goodness what what was it like for you on game day right i mean you're thinking you've got to be thinking as the offensive coordinator Look, I, I, you know, my son is throwing the ball pretty well. He didn't get his homework done last night. I'm mad at him for that. You know, I, I, I the dynamic of this whole thing is just different than 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 most. It is. It is a lot different. I mean, there's obviously more variables. I mean, I guess I've lucked out in the aspect that, like, on that end of it, I never really had to worry about it. He's a good student. Um, I've lucked out in the aspect that. He, so I didn't coach him in the beginning of his high school career. So 
he was already pretty much so established by the time I got him in varsity to where he was going to be, what he was going to do. I've lucked out. I've had good parents to where I haven't had to hit the backlash of it. Um, may not have been as successful as we wanted, but as far as being athletes and being out there and playing, the backlash part of it has always been good. Yeah. And I haven't had to deal with, like, like I said, he's a good student, so I haven't had to deal with that part of it. So did, I haven't had to really scold him on the field for that. Hey, Jim, did you do you believe that you were tougher on him because he was your son, or were you able to to to, to get away from that? I it's only one of two ways this goes, right? When we're coaching oh. our sons, either my son's going to be the quarterback, the point guard, and the pitcher, and whatever he does, that's what's going to be. Or it's like I, in AU basketball, I didn't start my son because I thought our point guard was better. And that caused some problems, you know, at home. And, you know, I didn't get to hold hands with my wife quite as much back then because she was mad that I didn't start her son. And so I'm wondering for, for, for you, were you able to, to coach him the same or were you tougher on him? I was definitely tougher on him. Um you, I mean, what you end up falling into is, you know, you feel like you're at home sometimes. So, you know, I, I, I'm definitely tougher on him than I probably would have been with some of my other quarterbacks, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure he, I mean, he handled it quite well. I've never had to, I don't, he's never really, you know, bit back or anything like that. He kind of took it knowing he was the coach's son. Um, he's been dealing with it for so long i think that he kind of just fell into place with it and he understands it but um yeah no definitely harder on him than i probably would have been before <laughs> hey jim when my son matthew got done with high school we did uh we did a show that i brought in andy Cerrone and camp Cerrone and my son matthew and we kind of did this whole show about coaching our sons and and uh tony bennett came out he was coaching out at washington i think at the time he came on for like a half hour to talk about playing for his father and there were things going on even at the small christian school calvary baptist where my son went there were things that were going on in the hallway in the locker room that he shielded me from. I didn't know until he came in the studio and started talking about some of this. I didn't know what some of these other players and a couple of parents would say to him about, wow, you get to play a whole lot because your daddy's the coach, you know, that kind of stuff. And I didn't know any of that stuff was going on until then. And I, I'm just wondering, there may be a day in a few years from now where you and Ty sit down and he says, hey, look, Dad, I'll just fill you in on some of the stuff that was going on back then. Oh, I'm sure he ha he will. I mean, he's told me some stuff. I mean, he shields me pretty well from it. And then I try to keep myself out of the locker room stuff. And, you know, I've done a good job over the years of uh, of splitting the two, you know. Because, obviously, coaching a lot of these kids all the years I have, I'm friends with a lot of the parents. Sure. With Ty, you know what I mean? So, I mean, and generally, to me, everything's pretty good. But, oh, I'm sure – Years down the road, we'll be talking, <laughs> be out watching him play in college, and he'll come up to me and tell me a good story. Oh, sure. <laughs> Do you, does he know yet what what he's doing next year? Uh, he does not. He hasn't committed anywhere yet. He hasn't quite. I mean, he's a baseball player, too, so he's one of those guys. He's a multi-sport kid. He plays basketball, so he's kind of 
the options are in front of him. He's just got to figure out which options he wants. Man, that's awesome. Hey, Jim Clark, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Are you going to be coaching West Dallas Hale again next year? Uh, yes, I should be there again. It's going to be, be it's going to be different. Oh, yeah, it'll be different. <laughs> it will be different. He is Jim Clark, offensive coordinator from West Dallas Hale. Please tell Ty congratulations on a really great football career. Thanks, Mike. You bet. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, Nate Amack, Lake Country Lutheran, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I can't believe that my producer's playing this music the day Wisconsin plays Nebraska. I can't. I just, I'm so, I feel horrible. Our next guest, one of the bigger Nebraska fans in this area, I can tell you that. I, I'll yell at Mitch during the break. I just, I'm sorry about oh, that. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Was... yeah. We had no idea. Our next guest, this guy's been a friend of mine for a long time. And, I, and the first person I called and asked if he would do the show that I was thinking was Nate Amack, and I'll tell you why. I, I've I, again, he's been a friend of mine, and I've watched him with all of his kids. But his son, Colin, I've watched him, and 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 this journey that they've been on together, these two, when it comes to football and basketball, and I just uh, from afar, I just envy. You know, the amount of time that he got to spend with Colin and the love that he has for his son, the love that he has for the Lake Country Lutheran programs and this football program especially. And, uh, Nathan, thank you so much. I, You know, I, I didn't call you after you guys got beat for a while, and it took me probably 10 days just to send you a text and say, hey, I, you know, you're doing okay, and you never did respond to that text, by the way. Um, how you doing? You doing all right? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's uh, a lot of reflection and, and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it, looking back and, and, uh, and just turning, turning pain into gratitude, I think, has probably been the biggest process, and that's healthy. Um, it didn't end where we wanted it to end or where we expected it to end, um, but, uh, but it, that's really not about uh, what this journey has been about. It's been about the bond that uh, Colin and I have been able to form and the lessons that he's been able to learn through his journey and the relationships that he's established, and so we, we are celebrating that. That's, you know, what, what a healthy way to, to look at it, and I know that the first, you know, some of us, the first 10 days, you know, if, if we're able to start to reflect a little bit on it, but it's still, it's, it's painful, and, you know, there were some expectations that were set really high for this, this group, and you know they 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 ran the table and ran into a really good Mayville team, and Mayville you know they they got to the state championship and they they got they got beat, but they put up a really good fight and that was a heck of a football team. They were really big up front and and man they were tough to handle, and you guys hung in there with them. But it was it was a tough loss at home, and I'm wondering how that group of seniors. You know, and we had those guys on, and I loved having them on. And the, the amount of love that they have for each other and they played for each other, how they dealt with that the next day and the next couple of days, are they able to to now just kind of like, you know, look at each other and say, man, it was a really good run for us? 
Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think the sting for them didn't really set in until you know they didn't show up to to film the next morning. Yeah, you know, and then they and they didn't lift, and they then you get the text messages about turning in equipment, and so I think for each one of these guys, they dealt with it differently. You know, after the game, we were on the field shoot. I think till ten thirty, almost eleven o'clock. Wow. Um, and just the, the players and the families, we just stood out there, and it was a lot of uh, a lot of tears, a lot of embracing. You know, some boys just kind of went and sat off by themselves in the corner and just kind of took it all in. You know, but because for a lot of those guys, it was the last time that they were going to be on that field. And so I think I think it hit each one of them a little bit differently. And as they've been processing what that looks like for them, you know, uh, it's funny. Some of these guys, you know, you'd ask them, "Hey, what do you what do you plan for next year?" And they just look at you like there was no next year. It was all about this season. And so I think for some of them, it was very abrupt and abrupt ending. And um, and so they they've been there for themselves. They've been kind of private about it. Honestly, they haven't been uh, super talkative. And I think each of them are dealing with it with in their own way. Uh, but I think it drew them even tighter together. You know, I watched that game against Mayville. I'll tell you what. You know, Colin stuck his nose in there um, as much as he could, and and I, I thought he played fairly well that game. Um, it you had to be proud of the, the where he has gone, right? How what a nice young man he's become. He's always got a smile for me. You know, when I talked to him about that 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 had a hair he has, he said, "Man, I, you know, the girls kind of like it." What can I tell you, Mister McGivern? All that kind of stuff, and he's able to to have some fun with adults in a very respectful way. And like I said, I don't know how old he was when I met him. It's I don't know, really a little guy, and he's grown into a, just a really nice young adult. Well, you're very kind, Mike, and we uh, we've just been blessed to have, and I, and I think that's what sports can really do for for young people is help them mature and learn to receive instruction, to look a coach in the face, to respond, even when it's hard information that you don't want to hear, um, how to how to deal with adversity, how to deal with a coach kind of getting in your grill a little bit, um, and also how to just be humble and and uh, and to receive praise. You know, all of these are life skills that that are just critical that sports is such a unique teacher of. Um, and I, and with Colin, my son, you know, it's, uh, it's, I, I am proud of him. I think, I think most dads would say that they're proud of their boys. And, um, I'm, I'm very proud of Colin, excited to see how God uses him into the future with, uh, not only continuing to play football, but also, um, whatever he decides to do with his life. Uh, yeah, and, you know, Nate, yeah. it's um, it's you and Colin and then the girls, right? Because <laughs> You know, and... and Oscar the dog. Yeah, there, oh, there it is. But, boy, this has been, and when we talked to Vince Pepper from Hartford, um, it's a, it was a family affair, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and when you look at your family, and, and I'm, I'm Facebook friends with you, you guys are, are, you know, they all come to the games, and, and it is a family not only the AMAC family, but then this Lake Country Lutheran family that, that, look, when you told me at the beginning of the year that there's a number of the senior parents that, look, we've decided that if we can take Friday off, we're going to go play golf. The boys are going to go do some stuff. And, and my wife and you know their group, they're going to do some stuff on their own. And then we're going to come together about two hours before game time. And we're going to enjoy this whole experience. And we're not going to just let this go by without us enjoying it together. And I just, man, I really thought the world of that and how fun that 
said, it would have been great to get to Camp Randall, but when you look back at the time that you spent not only with Colin, but with this Lake Country Lutheran family, man, how just a ton of memories for you guys. It is, Mike. And, you know, it really started all the way back in, you know, sixth, seventh grade, you know, through the Thunder football program. Uh, these dads, we all coached together and, our, you know, had our boys up through. So that was the initial connection. One of the guys, Jim, you know, he's he's the uh, he's the old sage of the group, uh, but he would always remind his boys, "This is going to go fast. It's going to go fast. It's going to go fast." And you know, it, the more he said it, it seemed like the faster it went. Um, but we were just acutely aware of how quickly this thing would go. And boy, it, it, you know, everybody says it goes fast, and it it goes faster than you can imagine. But the I really feel like we maximized this time together as families, especially the senior year, but. Even just leading up to it, you know, as these boys, as they, some would play on JV, some would play on varsity, we'd show up for each other's games. You know, we would uh, we would get together and tailgate before, just uh, even at a JV game, just for fun. You know, after the games, we all go out. So it uh, it's been an incredible journey and and one that I did not expect to have. You know, that's the cool part when you said that. I look, I didn't expect to to, to for this, and 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 it and it came. And I embraced all of it. And and I know, look, I, I've known Amy as long as I've known you. And, and I know that um, she loved the relationship with you and Colin. And she was every bit a, a part of that. And it had to be painful for her um, when this thing ended as well. Yeah, boy, that, uh, that jersey <laughs> sat on that back porch for a while. The number four. The, the number four. Past the, you know, sat on his shoulder pads with his helmet. And that was the routine. You know, every Friday you'd come home and you'd leave it out back because, you know, it had a little stank on it. Uh, right. And, and uh, but, you know, then I'd come down, you know, usually, you know, Monday and there's the jersey hanging, drying. And it oh. sat out there for it sat out there for a long time. And uh, and I think that was hard uh, for all the moms, you know, that, that this whole thing from the cleats to the smell and then just seeing the helmet and shoulder pads sit out, you know, on game day and, and getting just the, the tradition of getting things ready to go. I think it was harder on her than anybody on the moms than anybody realizes. Cause they are really the backbone of this whole operation. 100%. I, and you know what, look, and I've done a lot of shows and you know, this over the years with moms and coaches, wives, and I wanted to do the dad one. Cause it is a different perspective. It is, you know, we, we, uh, you know, rub some dirt on it. You're fine. Let's get out there. Get tough. Get strong. And the moms are like, yeah, well, you know, Terry, you know, if if, if Matthew would, would limp a little, she'd be like, hey, hold on, hold on. I, I remember um, when, when Matthew was a senior in high school, we had, I think, five games left in his career. And he did something to his leg, and he, he actually broke a bone in the bottom part of his leg. And, and the doctor said, we got to shut this thing down. And Matthew said, hold on, can I hurt it anymore? And the doctor said, no, it's going to be really painful to play. He said, but but I, I'm not going to hurt it, I can play. And he said, sure. And I literally like carried Matthew to the car sometimes, and Terry was like, ah, we can't do this. 
And Matthew and I were like, no, no, he's fine. He's fine. We'll put a little Ben Gay on that thing. And then it was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this kid worked and played, and it was always him and I against Katie and and Terry on some stuff. (laughs) And we laugh about that now. And, and look, you and Colin will have these same conversations. I was at, you know, I talked to Matthew the other day, and we still talk about some of this stuff. In fact, Keith Keltner sent me a picture of our team in, we played in this Converse thing down at the Al McGuire Center, and yeah. and Keith sent me a picture and said, you know, me, Matthew, and kind of Johnny Olson, like, Coach, how did we win games with this group? <laughs> and I just yeah, started. Amazing coach. Well, I no, I didn't even. I just looked. And I thought, oh, there's some good <laughs> players on that team. Hey, when do you know um, what Collins going to be doing next year yet? Yeah, you know that was one of the sweetest things when we hugged after the after the loss. You know, the it was one of the things we said was the journey doesn't end here. And uh, so he's looking to play to play college ball. He's got uh, a number of schools he's been going to look at from Iowa down to uh, Missouri and uh, a couple here locally. So I think he's got it narrowed down. We're just kind of hammering out some of the finances with you know football scholarships and things like that and. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes, and uh, we're just kind of trusting the Lord for, for him to lead in that way for us. But hopefully he'll get to continue to play. You know, we could, uh, in the Nebraska-Wisconsin game, we could bet one year of tuition. No, I'm not doing that, man. I'm no, just kidding. I tell you, looking back, I would have had him become a kicker <laughs> or a punter. Cause yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Could have done any of that. There's no doubt. Hey, Nathan, thank you so much. Uh, you know that uh, your friendship means the world to me, and, and I watched – this family journey from afar, and uh, we talk about it a lot. But understand the, I just, uh, man, I have so much respect for you as a as a as a man and as a father. And uh, I appreciate you coming on today, brother. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mike. And and I want you to know, so many of us, uh, we learned from from guys like you. Uh, who coached our kids when they were younger and whose kids were a little bit older. So thanks for setting a great example. And for just being an ambassador for high school athletics, you continue to do that. I'll tell you, Milwaukee, southeastern Wisconsin is better for it. So I appreciate the same respect and love for you is the same. Man, I appreciate that. He is Nate Amack. Uh, Lake Country Lutheran, father of uh, number four, Colin Amack, heck of a linebacker and tight end over at Lake Country Lutheran. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, our current electric superhero of the week, Jaden Thomas. He's from Kingdom Prep High School, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.